0: Welcome to the PI Podcast, Political Insights for the Palaking Inis. I'm your host, Matt, and with me is my co-host, political scientist, meme lord, and star of the new love theme drama, Guy Fox and Pip, Borg. What the fuck? Okay, that, that's napaka-tito nung
1: reference. <laughs> <laughs> that, obscure. That's just super-tito. <laughs> that's just so obscure. Anyway, P.I. nyo, p.I. lahat. Borge check
0: your service. Yes, and this is a spe- very special fifth of November. Remember, remember the fifth of November. Mm. Special episode where we talk about a very political uh, movie and even graphic novel. Basically, a symbol mm. which is V for Vendetta. Now, of course, Borg, yeah. you you know this. What do you know about this film? And uh, do you have any lasting impressions? Like, do you sell, Like, do you watch it in every fifth of November? Because it used to be <laughs> as a as a young guy, you know, like when I was in a college sophomore, I, I discovered it, started watching it every fifth of November. It became somewhat of a tradition, you know. But uh, Borg, <laughs> uh,
2: what
0: does this movie mean to you? Well, the
1: meaning of the movie have changed through time.
0: That's one mm-hmm. thing is for sure.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: then again, I think as time went by, I started understanding the essence of it. Mm. But then again, uh, when I finished reading the graphic novel, I, it's way different. Mm-hmm.
0: You know? different how? Okay,
1: I don't know. But, but 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 for the movie, if you're an impressionable mm. kid, yeah, right. you would you would like to wear that that mask. Yeah,
0: <laughs> of course, we mean the Guy Fox mask, and yeah. you would see that in the, perhaps a lot of pages on the internet mm. about hackers like Anonymous. That mm. it was actually Anonymous was actually quite infamous dr- during the early 2000s my god mm. that was a long time ago and eventually <laughs> it became used as you know a lot a symbol of protest, a lot of people in mm. masks like in Occupy Wall Street in anti-capitalist uh, protests so mm. they, so yeah it became eventually a, a very prominent political symbol and yeah. even here in the Philippines there are some people up to this day are still wearing guy fox masks uh, and of course this is uh, about well it's is like in a movie directed by mm. Wachowskis, so the directors of the, uh, it's the Matrix trilogy and franchise. The, uh, this one is they basically portray a vigilante or slash terrorist known as V, simply known as V, as in V for Vendetta, who wears a Guy Fawkes mask. Guy Fawkes is an English, how you say, uh, historical yeah. figure, yeah, and know. he was if you remember like the gunpowder plot like that's where 5th of november comes Do you know what the gunpowder plot is about
1: yeah the gunpowder plot just to remind our viewers was mm-hmm. <laughs> was an attempt to bring back a catholic monarchy to england which is quite mm-hmm. curious it is it is in itself a reactionary move that's why you know the people in the uk celebrate guy fox uh, mm-hmm. the, the end of the gunpowder plot guy fox was the one right. who was caught uh, with the bombs underneath yeah. the uh, with, with massive barrels of gunpowder underneath the Parliament, so they still celebrated the as a means of reasserting that now nah, we won't be Catholic again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, in other
0: words, he was a historical villain, like uh, what's yeah, the to one extent, one? yeah. But here, he, in a way, Alan Moore and David Lloyd, like they both, in a way, appropriated his image mm. to yeah. represent this terrorist. Now, mm. of course. Uh, I think we want to take this, like what you said, yeah. uh, the meaning has changed, clearly, yep. even in history. And people, in, probably now, like if people who still watch it faithfully at 5th of November became their tradition, perhaps they're reflecting, is this movie still relevant? And perhaps you can ask, mm-hmm. what can we learn from this movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, even if you haven't watched, hopefully we'll talk about it um, and you'll be interested in watching it for yourself or even reading the actual Graphic novel. It was based on, written by again Alan mm. Moore and David Lloyd. Alan Moore, of course, is the com- the comic genius behind Watchmen oh. and The Killing Joke. So these are classics <clears throat> in the comic book or mm. graphic novel genre. So yeah. Anyway, so at least V from it. V- so right now, uh, we talk about V for Vendetta mm. as and V as a character. So of course V it is patterned after perhaps super like a uh, Batman. Or, like, a yeah, Batman. during that time, yeah, like, especially it's around the same time as Batman begins, he's River like a vigilante Batman. wearing a, yeah, in a cape and all of that. But, uh, again, we, we talked about him being b- based on a Catholic revolution, right? but eventually it was co opted by again anti capitalist, anti authoritarian, mm. anti fascist protest movements. Now, what do you what can you and, of course, eventually he is someone who uses violence, he uses. Mm terrorist bombings. In fact, he's bombed Mm. public buildings throughout the movie and Mm. and the plot and eventually inspired at least in the movie, inspiring dwellers of London who used to be silent Mm. now fighting for their freedom. So what do you think uh, this uh, character V represents? Do you think it represents something as in a way legitimate or like just or yeah, that's, 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 that's the yeah. thing
1: um, which V are we talking about are we talking about right. the V in the movie or in the graphic novel okay. now there so can, are one at a time yeah, yeah. one at a time but there are at least well key similarities <clears throat> but then again there are some things that are left out that were left out in the movie mm-hmm. the key similarity is of course the use of violence so you know uh, I think that's the key characteristic of V Is an avid user of violence to achieve Mm. uh, certain political ends now is that legitimate that depends on the other parts of v that to an extent was left out in the movie but was very explicit in the graphic novel Uh which is v was explicitly an anarchist Mm. and for anarchism it's about the destruction of state institutions right it's not only about the destruction of buildings. It's not only about the taking of lives. Mm. You can destroy state institutions even without blowing up a building. Too mm. bad it's usually embodied within certain architecture, within certain engineering feats. Right. But uh, you don't need to kill people to destroy state institutions. But uh, mm. usually that happens. So anarchism is founded on the destruction of state institutions. But mm. and I think this is something that was left out to an extent, or at least toned down in the movie, which is out of the destruction of state institutions, right. uh, the community will find its own sense of order, right its own sense of order in line and through freedom.. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? uh, and again, we could not understand V as a character without looking at the regime itself. Right. So V is in both the movie and in the graphic novel in graphic novel, V is basically a product of the regime itself. Mm-hmm. Do you know, what I, mean? uh, I think he's the embodiment of Marx's argument that capitalism would create its own grave diggers. Well, for his right. case, uh, fascism created its own terrorist. So, yeah. so yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's one way to. So you you could not understand V without looking at the regime. That's why right. it is. It's quite curious to see how the character had been appropriated subsequently by you know uh, protest movements right. by. Uh, which we call dissidents.
0: yes so
1: but the, the appropriation is something that the, the, they did to respond to an incumbent regime so you know mm.
0: okay wait, actually so, wait i'll just
1: ask sumikat ba yung v mask dito sa pilipinas or
0: it's just a western thing i think even some like well state university students and student protesters mm. have used the mm. v mask and even in, in their profile. In fact, hmm. I myself in my younger years have used <laughs> yeah, a guy fox mask as a uh, well, as a display picture. Uh, you, you mentioned something about, of course, uh, anarchism, which is a I would say a distinct political ideology. Mm. And of course it is the explicit ideology of Alan Moore, the author. Mm. And this is, I think, uh well, V for Vendetta, the work, is his most explicit expression of his mm. political belief but i think we have to perhaps define even for our listeners you know what is anarchy in fact there are parts in the graphic novel not mm. in the movie that mm. actually distinguish anarchy and chaos so this is yeah. an, even this is part where people are rioting it's like this is anarchy it's like no this is chaos mm. in a way he's using chaos but if the like, may lead to anarchy. So you mentioned, mm. of course, yeah. parts of, let's explicitly define what is anarchy and is it necessarily chaos? Because most people mm. would say, oh, anarchy, that means people are rioting, people are, there's no authority, meaning people <laughs> are just rioting. It's like the purge, et cetera. But what mm. is anarchy and how can it be seen maybe as a legitimate political ideology?
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, the, the, the supposed allergy of people towards the word anarchy is an ancient one. Right. And this allergy is based on the assumption that you could never have order without the state.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Anarchy as an ideology posits, well, an arco, so the absence of an overarching principle. Right. So that's the goal. But even that, the goal is, well, the overarching, ironically, <laughs> the, right. the overarching principle for an anarchist is freedom as the primary regulating entity or the primary right. regulating principle of a society. Mm. So people who conflate order with the state, right? Yeah, the, that that would cause allergy toward the notion of anarchism. But right. anarch, anarchism as, a, as an ideology poses that you can have order. You mm. can have a spontaneous order
2: mm.
1: even without state institutions.
2: Okay.
1: Um, that's their argument. and. So- for yeah. them for them and i think this is quite crucial yeah uh, order through state institutions is inevitably detrimental to freedom
2: mm-hmm. that
1: the end that the end of every state is basically to end freedom which is again the mm-hmm. position of a monarch the only principle is that of the state
2: okay so, so yeah
0: so yeah that's a well, it's a long misunderstanding of anarchy. So mm. just think, So clearly, anarchy means there is no government and there is no mm. state, but that doesn't mean there are no. And correct me if I'm wrong. There are no rules. There are rules. There there, there will are, be rules. Yeah, there will structures, but they are not necessarily enforced by a higher body. Is that correct?
1: It it would be well. It would, That's the thing about anarchism. You know, mejor blinds patang anarchism. They, okay. have they have a relatively, a relatively, uh positive view on
0: optimistic human view nature of, a relatively
1: optimistic okay. optimistic view of human nature okay but uh, that's also blind spot for anarchism but again the argument is, is it's not really the absence of it's just, is it the absence of government uh, mm-hmm. anarchist literature would focus on state institutions okay governments rules regulations institutions can still emerge as you know a manifestation of order emerging out of spontaneous uh, okay. collective decisions but Mm-hmm. One thing that makes, a, quote unquote, an anarchist government, an anarchist government, is that government can easily collapse.
2: uh uh-huh.
1: In line with, of course, the flow of, you know, public sentiments, the flow of public activities, it can easily change. It can easily morph. It can easily, you know, it's more dynamic. E- Let's
2: just put
1: okay. it that in a softer mm-hmm. version of anarchism, posits a more dynamic, more some. Uh, uh, a set of institutions that are more prone to change mm. and oh. uh, this is driven of course by freedom and of course constant equalization of power so so it's ultimate democracy as far as i'm concerned
0: okay. okay yeah some people say it's the ultimate quote-unquote form of democracy or democratic yeah. freedom so uh, so just to recap that they, of course it, there are rules but mm. the anarchists believe that people would follow the rules anyway because they are a product of the collective decision-making yeah yeah, yeah. so it's, they won't break their own rules right yeah that's so they believe in that integrity but hmm. uh maybe it's it begs the uh the question though I, I, maybe hmm. i don't know if this is still within v for Vendetta, but i suppose it's part of it that it, of course some energy that have been successful or sustained or is it still like a fantasy that v for vendetta tries to perhaps pave way for
1: yeah wait is there any nr
0: examples of anarchy
1: that have been sustained
0: or maybe existed at all
1: existed yeah. at all well you have the paris commune that's the closest uh-huh. thing that was way back in the 19th century yeah uh, it, it could have been sustained if it was not crushed by a foreign army
2: <laughs> okay
1: <laughs> so foreign army just came in just crushed it uh-huh. uh so that's one there are of course mm-hmm. anarchist communes in the west you know mm-hmm. uh Communities who would like to take care of their own public goods and services. Uh, actually, there are uh, anarchist movements that I think there are the usual na pothole, anarchist solutions that you would have a bunch of anarchists fixing potholes that governments uh-huh. could not fix. So, uh-huh. is But is there a society, an anarchist society that exists now?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Seriously, none.
2: Uh-huh. Seriously, none. Well, that's sad. But okay,
1: Probably, <laughs> nah, I would not call... Prehistorical societies, anarchists, but the uh, as far as you know, as long as state s- state institutions are dominant, you right. can only have parts of an anarchic society, work on enterprises, right. uh, those efforts to fix your own potholes, <laughs> so and the right. uh, so yeah, but the a sustained i sign' not yet, as okay. long as there are dominant states, yeah, uh, right. you know, as long as there's an allergy for the word anarchy, yeah. Uh, yeah. As long as long as people would would keep on equating order with state institutions, okay. Uh, as long as that exists,
0: well, uh, this does also beg the question again mm. with the character V. B- tying back again. Oh well, yeah, clearly, going, back to to a, v. yeah going back to V. Uh, I suppose it. The plot of both the graphic novel and the film talk about the process of destroying the established fascist regime.
2: Mm. But it doesn't really
0: talk about again what comes afterwards or like mm. what comes. Out. So maybe yeah. I want to ask though, like what makes V anarchist besides, of course, the acts of destruction, perhaps that is mm. justified to pave way for the new world. Mm. But does he say anything as a character uh, on what this world would look like, or what it means, or like what you, did they pick up anything when you were reviewing that?
1: No, as when I'm view well, let's look at the movie first. Mm-hmm. So the movie implies. The movie implies, which is quite irritating, why no wonder Alan Moore was irritated by the movie.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, the movie implies that there's a return to a liberal democratic UK after the destruction ah. of the regime. Okay. <clears throat> so there it's it's implied in the movie. But in the graphic novel, which I think is a bit more authentically uh closer to anarchism,
2: mm-hmm. even V
1: himself would not dare determine the future of, okay. of a society. Uh, mm-hmm. his task is to destroy what hinders people to be free. Uh-huh. What people would do with their freedom. And this is a wager. You know, uh, All ideologies have their own wagers. And this is okay. anarchism's wager. Anarchism's ah. wager is on an optimistic perspective of uh, human nature.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, human nature that even if it tends to find order, would still value freedom.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So unionist, so it's a wager, so anarchists actual anarchists would act would not dare determine uh, what the future is
2: oh, okay. uh,
1: and I think this is the same wager that Marx gives for communism so uh-huh. uh, for fascism, the wager for fascism is without the state, there would be chaos,
2: uh-huh
1: because it has a pessimistic view of human nature, so yeah. In. so what V actually embodies that uh-huh. so he ends with his campaign. so he he doesn't have a place in the future. He knows uh, that. Okay. <laughs> he knows that. doesn't have a place in the future.
0: Which is different, again, from mm. the movie's ending, which is everyone is putting the mask. Yeah, go, weird. We, yeah, like, there's a lot of Vs. Vs is not <clears throat> one person. It is mm. an idea. And I think one of the quotable mm. things is ideas are bulletproof, which is mm. really cool. It's a really well-written line. Mm. Uh, there is another, again, quotable quote that I, I, what I believe is close to what you said, is that mm. I think everyone says this from the movie, is that, that people often fear their governments, but it is governments who should fear their people. Mm. So it brings back again, power to the people and the mm. people should determine the fate mm. of the nation, not the governments. That's one. Uh, and the other one I think is, I think this is exclusively in the graphic novel. Which, again, we highly suggest to revisit the graphic novel. It's a distinct yeah. work on its own, despite having similar ingredients. Is that, uh, he, I, I, I'm paraphrasing, but he says that uh, although he does not, he was, he uses bombs, but he doesn't celebrate bombs, but uh, uh only as it paves the way for people to create again mm-hmm. I suppose that's one thing yeah. that uh that uh it makes him an anarchist to his core like mm-hmm. it's not an- it's not destroying for, for the sake of destroying it is to destroy so that people can create something new again mm-hmm. uh which is a which is a good sentiment, but I suppose uh, this leads us to uh, the next uh, question, which is um, perhaps, is RV's methods justified? You know, and of course it uh, it it's, it's a gamble. Like we mm. said, it's anarchy's wager, which is a great oh. title or something, anarchy's wager. Mm. But I, I, I want to talk about something like besides the bombings, mm. he talks about uh, how how he indoctrinates others, and in the movie he th- indoctrinates many, like throughout the. Mm. There are people yeah. slowly started putting it on masks. There are people mm. started to listen to him and raptured mm. by him. But in the graphic novel you know, and and in the movie, he he treats V the Evie the female character, you know the female main, main character played by in the movie played by uh, Natalie Portman. Uh, and tricks in the middle of one of uh, mm. uh, one of their excursions, he captures her and makes her believe she is a prisoner. Mm. And again, that this is how he plants the seeds of mm. his rebellion and making her his true comrade. You know, in mm. other words, he tortured her, he put her in a jail cell, mm. and of and eventually made her read like, a letter like by a cellmate, like a uh, in room four mm. in a neighboring yeah. cell. And then eventually it turned out that a lie, like she it was a lie, and that he simply and apparently he said he it was all in your mind. I simply put the backdrop. So, in other words, was this whole scene of lying to Evie, setting up and simulating oppression, uh, was this necessary? You know, and both mm. again, it, this is already after she has been again held against her will, despite after saving her, mm. she, he held her against her, her will in his place. Uh, and she tried to escape him and eventually captured mm. her and then put all to do shit mm. so is this again to me this speaks like V is a terrible person mm. especially mm. against like a woman so mm. I like Natalie Portman especially mm. so it's mm. weird like they, they made him mm. sympathetic in the movie but what mm. do you think about this, this segment or this mm. phase like of Evie going through the simulation of mm. imprisonment
1: yeah yeah regarding that one uh it is, first and foremost, de-indoctrination.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, that was
1: explicit there. And uh-huh. in practice, it is de-indoctrination. But <clears throat> the method of it, the method is actually indicative of anarchism being one of the children of liberalism.
2: Uh-huh.
1: it is Anarchism is actually the black sheep of the liberal family. <laughs>
2: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> and uh, the liberal... Idea of forcing people to be free.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I think anarchism still has a tinge of it, albeit anarchism was a bit clear that you know you just create a condition for people to be free. You just let them be free. But the uh, these uh, that uh, sequence actually is an embodiment of liberal ideas, forcing people mm. to be free. Mm-hmm. You know, so if it resonated with liberals. Yeah, that's basically you and Rousseau. So if you like that idea of forcing people to be free, but uh, let us take into account that we only did that to one person. He never Mm. did that to everyone, uh, other people. And his messages to the public uh, were actually, they they have different tones in the graphic novel and in the movie, by the way. So Mm. if you want to find the differences, but uh, the difference uh, in the graphic novel, it's more he derided the public,
2: <laughs> so oh, he would okay. actually deride
1: the public, unlike in the unlike in the movie, right. which is a bit more a bit more toned down. That's why I like the yeah. graphic novel more. Okay, yeah, you know, you know, I'm I'm curious since you you would probably watch V for Vendetta again tomorrow. What uh-huh. did you see in V?
2: Where did you? Uh, no I don't were, know. Uh, uh, you know, well, well, for one thing, he,
0: he, he's kind of like a he's kind of a dork in the movie. <laughs> you know, he, he likes watching old films. He pretends to fence with like a suit of armor. He mm-hmm. collects. It actually, I think this is perhaps more in the, well, in both ways, he, he shows him as a collector. But for me, especially mm-hmm. when he was going to the, what do you call that, the Shadow Gallery, that's mm-hmm. his hideout, um, I found that really cool. Like mm-hmm. he collected pieces of art. And he, so he's a nerd, he, he is a, a buff of history. Mm-hmm. And things that were forbidden by uh, the fascist regime. So I, th- I found that very cool. Uh, but so in a way, it's, it's kind of like me in that. But at the same time, mm-hmm. um, I suppose this was during my phase where, again, they gave him action scenes that were far more mm-hmm. well choreographed in mm-hmm. the movie than in the graphic novel. Uh, and quite frankly, in the graphic novel, he is well drawn. Mm-hmm. He's not as... Well, he didn't, he's not as sympathetic to me he's, Uh, at least he's far more violent and dark and mm-hmm. at least in his portrayal even his deadly acts while in the movie well in the movie it's a bit gray you know they're saying it's probably unnecessary evil but evil nonetheless here it's like it's the tone is left a bit more ambiguous saying mm-hmm. oh it's just one death after another Um, and yeah uh, it's 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 not quite necessarily celebrated, but mm. it is. It makes you wonder, like is this is this V a good guy or a bad guy? Can you can mm. really tell? At least, especially with his him being voiced by Hugo Weaving, and again, <laughs> I have a, a, a let's say a soft spot for Shakespearean dialogue which he <laughs> speaks, and of course with that V dialogue, uh, voila, Villian the Victor, that's that the alliteration. I love that. Mm-hmm. So I used to be able to say the whole thing, you know, but yeah, at least here. You grew up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I grew up. But at the same time here, the first video, like they made him more, again, relatable as a character, but mm-hmm. also being able to form a relationship with Evie. Like they, mm-hmm. there were even soft moments where they were watching a movie together, just mm-hmm. hanging out Netflix and chill before Netflix and chill. Uh, Even slow dancing to the point mm-hmm. where it's implied of a romantic relationship. In the graphic novel, they're mere accomplices, but in the movie, there's like a will they or won't they kind of thing.
1: uh,
0: They have their
1: weird romantic moments.
0: Uh, Take note that in the graphic novel, apparently, and I think this is highlighted in this, well, this video, I I posted it in the show notes. Uh, The 50 minute video talking about the differences between the movie and the comic book. In the comic book, but, but in the movie, it was played with Natalie Portman, who was a young professional working for a radio station. Mm. In the graphic novel, she's He's a old. minor, yeah. but also a streetwalker, a prostitute.
2: Yeah. Forced to so be a streetwalker.
0: Yeah. Exactly. So I suppose it's the power dynamics is clear that on the one mm. hand, she is in a way marginalized by society. Mm. But then again, it shows that she's in a way taken advantage of by this much older, more powerful man so the power dynamics is not as even and it's mm. much more again gray she's th- he's taking advantage not only someone who is starving and poor but also a minor someone mm. who's biologically uh how you say not fully formed mm. so that's what makes it a bit again but a-
1: yeah, authentically so. marginalized the lumpen okay. proletariat so uh-huh. In the movie, she's just a worker. But uh, uh-huh. this one, she's... Like a middle class. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yes, a middle like, class middle is a class movie. professional. Eh. But in the, yeah, in the yeah. graphic novel, she is part of the gutter. Right. So that's the advantage of nasa graphic novel. Hmm.
0: So, Which, in, to, to be fair, they both start similarly, again, both hmm. V and Evie, as, again, victims of the system. Hmm. Like what V, v of course... Was a, experimented on in a concentration mm. camp. Mm. For Evie, and she is again, uh, well, ban- like lost her family and now mm. forced to be a prostitute. Mm. So yeah, that's well, that's an interesting difference, you know, with the characters. Yeah. Uh, but and again, regardless, uh, both are vulnerable and both were again emotionally brutalized and manipulated mm. and physically and psychologically broken. But in mm. order to build them up and reconstruct them into, again, there's his successor, mm. in a way.
1: Mm. And, mm. In the men- wait, 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 Sorry if I would cut in. Who was the in Les Miserables the, the mother of Cosette, if I'm not
0: mistaken? Come to think of it, uh, in the graphic novel, Les Miserables, like the image of Cosette. Was it Cosette? I think. The no, no, the, was, the mother the face the of Cosette. No, yeah. well, the face of Cosette was a graffiti in, like, different Vendetta. Did you notice that? No, I didn't.
1: Yeah, you, you I didn't, check didn't. it out, yeah. I mean, but yeah, no, but no, you, you're, you're, you're asking
0: young, yeah. the mother... The, the prostitute, of...
1: yeah, was forced to become a prostitute.
0: Yeah. Um what was the question?
1: Well, was it a nod to Les around that, uh, that Evie, was, Evie was a prostitute or was forced into prostitution?
0: Mm, mm. Uh, mm. Wait, wait, was that... Is, was that because name? fontine yeah, yeah. fontine the, the mother that yeah. was eventually, factory worker who was forced to yeah. prostitution yeah okay. i guess that that's also perhaps easy. that's also yeah
1: she she's, uh, she's working in a factory but uh, things couldn't go by it's not sufficient hence
0: well mm. alan moore and david lloyd were supposed to make it undeniably english again guy fox is a <laughs> figure of English history, mm. but I suppose that European experience and again that kinship with the mm. revolution with France, I suppose is worth mm. drawing experiences from. In fact, perhaps even Le Miserables is I don't know, if we can ask anarchists, but it's considered part of our anarchist iconography. Like, do you mm. hear the people sing, no, sing no, no, the no, songs no, no. of angry men? Yeah, no? and
1: is too liberal for anarchists. <laughs> how is it
0: and how is it liberal? There's no destruction, first and foremost. <laughs> uh, it's
1: not as destructive, uh, and let me, start was an exploration on morality. Okay. And anarchism is, you know, it's an ideology bent on you, destroying. Do you mean emotions. the
0: musical or the actual Victor Hugo novel? Again, I think even yeah, I think even, yeah. the, even
1: the Victor Hugo novel was an exploration uh-huh. of Christian morality.
0: Oh, what what I'm actually saying—it's not the intended message, but it yeah. is appropriated by anarchist groups.
1: Mm, nah, only liberals appropriate it just to make themselves feel. Radical. Are you sure? Yeah, actually, well, uh, there are
0: Marxists we, who appropriated Les rob.
1: Weird Anarchists, We have we have our own. Red
0: the sources the blood of culture. angry men. Black <clears> the dark of ages past. Anyway, the, we, the, one uh, of the symbols
1: of anarchism is actually a black cat.
0: Because. The black cat is free. Yeah,
1: no, 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 no. An angry black cat. I think one of the early uh, anarchist leaders encountered yeah. a black cat before a revolt. Anyway, we have uh-huh. our own iconography with that one. <laughs> it's weird. Anarchist so, flags and the black cat.
0: <laughs> so in other words, uh, this at least <clears throat> the issue of Evie being the object of indoctrination and violent indoctrination. The indoctrination, in I think. Or reindoctrination, depending on that. So mm. breaks her down, Mm-mm. and then reindoctrinates her with again the spirit of freedom through the letter of I forgot the actress, the lesbian Valerie <laughs> symbol. Valerie, yeah, uh, and eventually that symbol of love mm. again, saying no matter who you are, wherever you are, I love you. So mm. I think I heard that in radio as well. But yeah, that that was and actually that moment of love in, after in this in the context of deep vibration give her hope so i mm. suppose that that is the moment of reindoctrination mm. in the story so in a way it's complex and morally mm. gray but some would say in order for you to be an anarchist number one you have to see the old order as chains and as mm. oppressive and the new possibility of love and freedom as something that is worth fighting for i suppose so I, perhaps that's uh, perhaps that's inherent in or where,
2: uh, yeah yeah,
1: yeah that's the thing about the well going back to the issue of love which is also a key feature in the graphic novel right you have two types of love here you have the love of Adam Susan uh-huh and you have the love of v so what, right. do, you think, what do you think is the are the differences between their, their idea of love
0: well actually what I noticed also with that is it, it, well for one thing that's absent from the movie, yeah. yeah at least the mid villain Adam mm. Sutler, you know played mm. by John Hurt, is well he's outright the character of Hitler mm. but the, the, the leader in the graphic novel is a bit more Human. again ambiguous. on the one hand, although he commands a fascist regime, he mm. seems to be again mentally disturbed, but mm. someone who is in love like mm. like what you said, and genuinely I, use, I suppose in love with the same person like the same object as V. I suppose that's what again complicates the character V that and connects the quote-unquote fascist leader with V mm. that they are fighting for the same thing which is I suppose lady justice like no
1: that, no no no, uh, no they're not fighting for va- I no I, I, I the, let me just add let me just add on to that one yes there's this, they're, they're the same but it's not about the object of their love it's about the level of their love they're they're loving abstract ideas okay and that is what makes V and the leader dangerous uh-huh. and I think this is what makes you know this uh, th- this is what makes V inappropriate for the new society that would uh-huh. be brought forth
2: Right. because
1: the, what would be brought forth which he saw in E.V., is, is something more concrete
2: mm-hmm. you
1: know you, you love specific people but uh, V was purely abstract he loved justice okay. and uh, Adam Susan loved
2: fate
1: mm-hmm. again is a movie which I right. find very interesting in the graphic novel the supercomputer fate uh-huh. which is uh, okay just just a summary for our listeners uh, in the graphic novel you have the supercomputer fate which is basically surveillance and control over the bureaucracy if I'm not mistaken
2: uh-huh.
1: and Adam Susan was caught jacking off to it so that's how oh, that's how yeah. he loved fate uh, mm-hmm. but it was called fate then you have Prothero as the voice of fate yes yeah. uh, you know uh, to say that it is fate is to tell people that whatever is happening is inevitable. Right. That control is inevitable, but,
2: uh, uh-huh.
1: um, but they're both yeah. servants
0: of history. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're, inevitable. They're,
1: they're, they're trying to portray themselves as servants of history. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, uh, Adam Susan is trying to portray himself as a servant of history.
2: Uh-huh. But,
1: uh, in, in the graphic novel, uh, you can read further, but V also has a version of the supercomputer, which,
2: uh-huh.
1: for some unknown reason, he has a, Replicate rep,
0: replica of it,
2: all <laughs> right.
0: So, yeah, it's body. weird, it's not yeah. even like a perfect copy. Fact, he acted. It, it, it's how you say, uh, it's not even, it's blurry, people can't see, so it's like a blind voyeur. That's what they mm. called him. Like, yeah. why does he have this? And I think it's perhaps the illusion that he can see and control things. I don't know, it's much, yeah, deeper. Man, he, yeah, he's still digesting that, yeah. Not
1: to what I said actually, he, he hacked the supercomputer of eight,
2: uh-huh. That's
1: why, in one scene. Adam Susan was caught crying in front of the supercomputer of Fate because the project name okay. symbol need on the screen. So okay. he, he can hack it. So he's also a hacker. So I think that's one reason why <laughs> the very yeah. deep reference uh, Anonymous that, took on V's mask. Right. Not because of the movie probably but because of that fact that V can suppose, hack into the system.
0: <clears throat> I suppose the fact that again, uh, both the leader, the regime, and V are like grabbing over Fate. Can it perhaps be a better to again? There'll be the struggle between fascism and anarchy. They're trying to, I suppose, control fate. Mm, okay, would no. You think, like no, no. Would get the hands. We had
1: fate? no. We had his reason for hacking for having a replica of, super, of the supercomputer. His uh-huh. reason was it's, say, it's, it's basically a go back. It's a, it's a vengeance for uh, Adam Susan manhandling right. justice. Uh-huh. or manipulating justice. So if uh-huh. uh, if the regime distorted justice, V right. hacked its system of control. So mm. it's, it's a payback time. So it's basically the the literal using the means of your oppressors against them.
0: <laughs> well, come to think of it, I don't know, going back to again the object of love, I think there was a scene wherein mm. le, uh, Adam's Susan was literally talking about late justice. Mm. And then it cuts to V admiring the statue of the literal statue of lady justice Mm. so you can argue that i think it still works Mm. whether i mean whether they have the same object of love or not i think they're both Mm. trying to act out justice but But, they have a very abstract struggles there yeah Yeah.
1: very abstract even adam susan was explicit he doesn't love any specific entity he just likes the cold mechanical notion of fate
0: yeah or something that uh, is un- unchanging and, un well, something that can be protected. Adam maybe. Susan is basically an incel. Oh. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> what, why an incel?
1: Well, he's As jacking he- off the computer and he uh, explicitly didn't know the feeling of being loved. And, uh, oh. Uh, knowing he, the wonders between a woman's thigh. So yeah, it's uh, not,
0: necessarily, not necessarily an incel, but as with anyone who <laughs> jacks off an order computer, a lot of us. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, gosh,
2: <laughs> well, no, he, that's again,
0: interesting. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. The same size of the same coin. So that yeah, means it's in, in that sense, V is not necessarily, well, we should readily celebrate it. Not in yeah. the same sense as it's not as clear in the movie. You know. mm. He's just more of an antihero in the movie. Hmm. But in here, it's more like, oh, he's part of the same coin as Adam Susan. Yeah. He's... In a way, they almost died in the same moment.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know? he, he While Adam Susan was shot in the face, he was shot by
0: Finch. We should probably say that this is a spoiler for both. I'm oh, sorry. I, I think people should, still, <laughs> people, people should still watch and read on their own to find yeah, their own yeah. conclusions. Yeah, Okay, fine, fine. But fine. Yeah. But
1: yeah, you know what yeah. I'm yeah, you're right. It's V is not a hero in the graphic novel. And I would even dare say that he was a hero in the, in the movie. In the movie, he wants to be a hero. He was portrayed to be you know, someone who wants to be a hero, but I think he knows that he's not. Okay. So let's dismiss the idea that he is. And okay. it's dangerous to an extent to try to make him into one uh-huh. because that defeats his purpose.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And his purpose is to be the last be the last of the regime.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: In you know, To be the last of the regime. I mean, as far as Marx's idea is concerned, the proletariat yeah. is supposed to be the last <laughs> of the capitalist yeah. regime. The proletariat yeah. itself must disappear.
2: Uh-huh. So
1: even if the proletariat is the gravedigger of capitalism, the right. proletariat itself must disappear. So, same thing with V. He should disappear. You know what
2: All I
0: right. I, well, I suppose, again, <laughs> we have to. Go back to again mm. why he was popular in the first place. Yeah, and I suppose this is re- a reaction again to anti-government sentiment. And anti-government yeah. sentiment can range from again usual liberal progressives, mm. and then of course uh, Marxists, and then anarchists. Mm. So in a way, that united uh, that united this anti-government people under one symbol. Mm. But I suppose we move. We can move on to the next topic, which mm. is the. Again, what does this say about fascist regimes? And mm. both are detailed in their own way and how mm. fascism operates. Mm. Like you in move, I suppose in the uh, in the movie they mm. kind of discuss like the scripting and the framing of certain events, like the bombing of mm. uh, the Big Bailey. Again, it's like say it was a reconstruction. I'm like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: oh okay, <laughs> uh, but it's a blatant lie. But and of course, the, it is also manipulated in the. Um, in the, how you say, in the graphic novel. And of course, it's in, increasingly relevant now with mm-hmm. uh, the discourse on fake news. And so, yeah, uh, I was wondering, is does that make it in a way a bit mm. more relevant now, especially when, if you, even if you look <clears throat> like as as I was reviewing some scenes, there are some <clears throat> comments that say that we need V for Vendetta more than ever. We need the character of V more than ever. <clears> throat> so throat> would you say that, the <clears throat> again, uh, authoritarian regimes today and the discourse on Mm. manipulation of truth makes it more relevant or Mm. maybe we can nuance that. What do you think about that?
1: No, Okay. Uh, First and foremost, V was targeting to an extent a single object which is this relatively monolithic, uh, relatively, I'm saying relatively because Alan Moore fleshes out the elite politics behind it which to one extent was also captured in the movie. Uh, Relatively monolithic entity. You know, problem, eh? you could not pin down misinformation, disinformation on the mm. state because okay. it is, to an extent, democratized. Mm. In so, you could not pin it down simply on the state. Right. Uh, that's one thing. So, I think to, to say that we need another V to address such issues on misinformation, disinformation, fake news, no. No, 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 no. no. You don't have a single target for that. And V was, to an extent, a character designed to target Uh a single body. Again, Uh going back to the body, and this I think was clear in the graphic novel, which was to an extent not present in the movie. Uh, The fascist regime under Adam Susan was portrayed as a body. You have the mouth, Uh you have the ears, you have the eyes. So there's a sequence in the graphic novel wherein V blew up several buildings taking out the eyes and ears and mouth of
0: the, of the regime yeah literally so, literally but Bo- name so, that's a body part yeah, yeah so
1: so and that embodies in a very simple sense the ideology of fascism which is you need to create a body politic a cohesive one so you know so against all diversity or against pluralism you need to create one single body mm-hmm. uh, that's basically what the state is for fascism right so, uh, okay. Ano pa nakita comment who who else
0: is saying that we need another V
1: here?
2: Well, I mean that's the hmm. general
0: I don't know the exact words, but uh, that's what I remember. Here's the thing. It's
1: like we need another V. like well, you, you can't you do what V did? You need another person to do it. <laughs>
0: mm, or maybe, well, I think the fact is they need I someone do. to do it, you know. As, <laughs>
1: that's how a regime sustains itself as long as you have a bunch of people who wants someone else to do it (laughs) like uh, some
0: vigilante or savior yeah
1: you you would have you would have an autocratic state that's basically um,
0: yeah I'm actually (laughs) reminded of like Alan Moore's other characters that have been like surprisingly popular when like for example the character of Rorschach in Mm. the Watchmen where Mm. despite him having legit nazi-like like like alt-right views Mm. people actually admired him in in the movies because Mm. he just had the conviction like saying Mm. even in the face of armageddon i think this is right etc but it's similar to i suppose v they're similar in that sense like say alan moore's like well can't you see that he's the bad guy why (laughs) are you is he so popular (laughs) and that's why i think he's irritated with all of his uh Mm. again Cinematic adaptations of his work because they all they make his worst characters the most popular characters. <laughs> so yeah, uh, so I don't know. I suppose that the very that one of the closing <clears> questions <throat> I want to ask is, what do you think is of the cultural appropriation of the image of V? Uh, and in a way, should we continue this or maybe something? It's it's just a precautionary tale. Do something else or maybe should take some parts and leave out others. Like I don't know. What do you think?
1: Why did you make him into your profile
0: picture? <laughs> again i was much more young and foolish uh, in a way i it was more again the popular culture again the popular culture image is more the cinematic v rather than the graphic novel v mm. although perhaps there are some people aware of the graphic novel v's uh nuances you know which are much less uh, how you say mm. um friendly to you know, popular opinion you know, yeah rega-
1: regarding but, the movie yes, yeah. essentially you said that one. I just remind I, I just reminded myself, yeah, it's something that i I appreciate in the movie.
2: yeah it's
1: not in the novel.
2: Uh-huh. in the
1: novel, I know in the graphic novel, V was by all accounts an adult.
2: Uh-huh.
1: but in the movie, he still has a a youthful uh, vigor or even tendencies. yeah, so he's he's quite immature. Right. In, the, in the in the movie, which to an extent I appreciate, because mm. that highlights you know the role of youth in change. Mm. Um, but then again, that that makes it makes it why A kids. lot of the people
0: that <clears throat> like him are youth. Yeah which, young yeah. yeah, which is fine.
1: which is fine. Young and student then, protesters. Yeah, yeah, that's why I'm I'm not all against the movie, but uh, right. that that's one part of the movie that I do appreciate. Uh, yeah. but because you they a no know, youthful. So you
0: never put V's mask or nope. you know, Guy Fawkes?
1: no Guy Fox, no, nope. not no. No, no, no. I, have a curious relationship with heroism and. You for Adam Sutler. Yes. No, 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 I, I, have <laughs> I have very curious tendencies towards heroism, and uh, you know, right? Okay, you know, just to be honest, what the hell did I think of V? When I first right. watched it, you no, know, I, I think in the movie I absorbed more of the idea rather than the character. That's mm-hmm. why I didn't use him uh, in any of my profiling right. or whatnot. I, I think I appreciated it more with the idea because I think that was the time when I was also reading the Communist Manifesto, so in the coincidence. Right. So, so yeah, yun ang ano ko dyan, yun ang... But then again, regarding uh-huh. cultural appropriation, should we still continue? Well, um,
0: no, for me, for me, no. <clears throat> well, <clears throat> for Alan me, Moore no. likes it. He's basically like visibly pleased about the people, people using are his wearing. mask. Yeah.
1: Well, he well he betrays his own argument,
0: uh-huh. which is
1: okay. there, could, there could only be one entity that can facilitate the transition, and that right. entity should disappear. Now, along with the system that he destroys, so it's it's uh-huh. like the idea of Samson bringing down the building on himself. Wow,
2: um, <laughs> okay. that's that,
1: no, that's basically the anarchist idea. That's even the idea of revolutionaries. As far as Lenin is concerned, uh-huh. the proletarian party, the dictatorship, of the
2: proletariat—they
1: are basically the vestiges of the regime that they are destroying. Okay, and uh, even Lenin himself. Maintains the anarchist question even at the end of his life because uh, they're not supposed to be there, they're not supposed to be a state.
2: <laughs> okay, so
1: they're not supposed to be the, the thing that they destroyed. So mm-hmm. now, uh, if V is to be a collective symbol, should should it be a collective
0: symbol? Hmm. Take note hmm. it is the movie that highlights yeah, yeah, yeah. again it, the possibility because yeah. it's every well, the people, yeah. plural, the yeah, 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 suddenly put on his mask. Although, what actually that well, now that I think about <clears> it, years <throat> later, it said. Like, Okay, but you are—it's—it's it's like similar to that Spartacus archetype where we are mm. all Spartacus, or we are all the. At the same mm. time, you lose all individuality, you lose mm. plurality. You know, you're just one mm. single entity. Mm. And although, while that is, in a way, battling quote unquote unity versus unity, mm. unity like anti fascist, and even the, again, the fascist, the fascist regime that, mm. nor, like Norse, was that Norse wave, mm. like Norse storms Nordstrom, yeah. Nordstrom, the, no, wait, wait. wait, wait. They, they, they said strength, strength through unity, unity through strength, like, no, no, like no, the, the in, the
1: movie, in the movie, In the movie, it was strength through unity, unity through fate. Uh, in, the, uh-huh. in the graphic novel, it was strength through purity. Purity. Yeah, I think
0: I saw the same image in the graphic novel. So no, no. The no same in, in, the,
1: in the graphic novel, it was purity, not unity. Uh, strength uh, through purity, theory. purity through fate. That's why yeah, I said that it's Adam still Susan unity is... In the, no, Adam well, Susan just mentioned I have it the right here. Right. Yeah, uh,
0: no, the I first have it right po- here. It's still unity.
1: No, 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 no. In the in, in the in the alleyway poster, it was here.
0: There could be multiple. Strength through things.
1: purity, purity through faith. So as I've said, Adam Susan is a, is an insult. <laughs> purity.
0: Wait, I'm browsing through it. In the, I, in, in the alleyway it says see. here. What? Ah, it but, says okay, it's a purity, ah, okay, purity through faith yeah okay, but uh,
1: but Adam Susan also mentions unity eventually in one of the dialogues okay, but the the poster the, the slogan is uh, purity so mm. in uh,
0: okay, but there, yeah. well there there are many slogans, but uh yeah I, but you get what I'm saying like yeah a, i, I sub- do get. It. Yeah. so they're battling unity <clears throat> versus unity, yeah
1: yeah the individuality you know individuality is something that we lost, yeah and is it's something that he basically dropped
0: like he, there he would, is no identity behind the mask no fingerprints he, no face
2: yeah the,
1: the problem is he knows himself he doesn't want to be known as a person okay in, in the graphic novel i think this is not in the graphic novel this was uh he removed the pages in the doctor's diary uh-huh. explaining probably who he was his actual uh Actually, status. there's
0: another there's another <laughs> thing about it, it I'm not sure if it was explicit in the novel. No, in the in the movie, but in the graphic novel, it says right there that a lot of the drugs that was given to him caused him schizophrenia, mm. so that childlike behavior could just be schizophrenia. Well, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe and, it's and yeah.
1: that's also a that's also an acknowledgement of the literature on capitalism and mental health, which was mm-hmm. at that time uh, the works of Eric from the Frankfurt right. School linking capitalism right. with schizophrenia. So. Mm. <clears throat> to wear a mask is is first and foremost an act of you know it's a declaration that I am already no one because of the system. But uh-huh. it is it is not supposed to be a badge of pride, it's a badge uh-huh. of indignation.
2: Mm.
1: That in an actual in an actually free society, you're not supposed to wear a mask.
2: Uh-huh. So yun lang.
1: Uh, I don't think the mask is and ever was an act of resistance. It was, uh-huh. you know, the, as far as I understood in both the movie, but mostly in the graphic novel, the mask was uh, an act of despair. That mm-hmm. uh, it is trying to fight off despair. It is a declaration that I have lost who I am. Who I am. There's nothing. Uh-huh. There's nothing behind the mask. And uh-huh. I have to fashion myself a mask in order to uh-huh. have an identity, but even that one was temporary and, yeah. and and this is a conclusion that I arrived at because in the graphic novel, he showed his face to the doctor mm-hmm. the only person who actually knew who he was he mm. showed he showed his face to her. Mm. so you know that's why I said it's it's an act of despair because in a movie never, he never showed his face in the movie mm. but in that novel he did okay. at least uh, just once he did and mm. uh, yun, yun eh I, and, I, wanna,
0: uh, I, I do remember yeah, he, he was the kindest to the doctor but mm. I'm I trying to remember did she maybe in the movie did he show his face no I, in the maybe. movie he
1: did not he did not show, in the, did, <clears throat> did not show his okay. face in the movie did the movie ended with the scene uh with the doctor uh asking if she can still say sorry and she did say sorry ah okay but in the graphic novel it ended with can i see your face again he removed this mask and the
0: doctor's it's last beautiful. words were it's yeah. beautiful
1: yeah so um, yeah it's uh, what do you think it
0: means though why is it beautiful because it is
1: it is salvation for the doctor hmm. to to see that face again you know uh the, the, the doctor is racked with you know with with it, guilt, with her guilt. Uh, and uh, it is beautiful not because again it's physically beautiful but because it's basically her freedom uh, she she before her life ended she got she was free from her guilt mm. so y and 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 again for v to show that face is to recognize that at least one person knows him
2: uh-huh.
1: and for that okay. reason it is not it is not you know it is yeah, make contradiction eh? you you could not say that v was you know, in, in the graphic novel, you could not say that V was proudly V.
0: Uh-huh.
1: In the graphic novel, you need to say that he, he was V because he was forced to be V.
2: Uh-huh. He, was
1: forced to wear, he, he was forced by the regime, by his commitment to change, to wear a mask. All right. So if protesters would wear a mask as an act of protest or as a means of intimidating uh, people, mm, no. I think that's, that missed the point.
0: Oh, I just realized that, that, like in the in the movie, mm. <laughs> like he there was a, a bit of glee in Hugo Weaving's uh, performance, like mm. him having fun and laughing to himself. You know, it was more celebratory, and he's a bit mm. more how you say quirky. But you can in the graphic novel, while he wears a smile, mm. it, it's not necessarily happy. It's perhaps it's part of how you say, maybe the silence in the graphic novel that, you know, mm. it's ambiguous. Is he mm. having fun or is he simply playing a role? Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Is he playing a role
0: happily I... or just <clears throat> no. mechanically? Yeah.
1: And, and yeah, I think mm, that that's a question that we could not answer. Was he happy uh-huh. in doing what he, no, I think he recognized in the graphic novel that he doesn't really, that is not a good thing for him okay so he's not happy killing people mm-hmm. i think he would find some refuge for his broken humanity by collecting uh-huh. art by reading books by listening to music and by dancing not dancing with yeah. tv so that's him trying to try to have trying to have uh a sense of humanity even if it's thoroughly broken which is again yeah. a, re- a reassertion of an old idea that but, this, regardless of oppression there. Humanity would always be there, even if it's just a kernel, even if it's broken, even if yeah. it's fragmented.
0: That's a, that's interesting. I suppose that's what <clears throat> she meant, when it's beautiful. And <laughs> the fact that I, you know, what I like though, the fact <clears throat> that he keeps all these symbols of like beauty, like a <clears throat> jukebox, music, <clears throat> uh, paintings, movies. <clears throat> uh, I think that's what the saying. It reminds people what he's fighting for. You know, what ryan's <clears throat> himself, what he's fighting for: <clears throat> the capacity and freedom to create these. Mm. Uh, pieces of art and beauty mm. and culture that are repressed and censored mm. and confiscated by the fascist mm. regime so yeah
2: mm, you know, i suppose so, yeah,
0: yeah the i think uh, to wrap this question up clearly both are against authoritarian regime censorship mm. etc but perhaps the next question would be what then should well we're warning clearly people of Overly romanticizing V. Like, let's not do that. He is not necessarily mm. a hero and not necessarily a celebration of mm. a role. Mm. Perhaps people see themselves as that and recognize it all that. But again, do uh, you really want to, <laughs> to continue that? Like, is that an existence you want, mm. even if you re- know it? But yeah, but the question now is what then should we learn from these materials? You know, like, mm. and how can, can it be used maybe to. Uh, for yeah. us to for political change, maybe yeah. again in perceived, I don't know current the current regime here in the Philippines, maybe yeah. I don't know, or maybe in somewhere else like in uh, other wherever regime that yeah. you might not like, you yeah. know. Can yeah, what can we learn as citizens from yeah. this uh, from the Viva
1: Well, for the movie, uh, I think we discussed this before, but I think we can raise it now. For the movie, <clears throat> there is a transition. Violence is, it's, to an extent, pre moral. And the movie shows how violence acts. Of what does pre moral mean? Well, it is there to open up a space for a new determination of what is good and what is bad. Uh-huh. So it is beyond good and evil. It is just trying to clean the slate, per se. Okay. And I think that is what happened with the movie. So, and mm. to the graphic novel as well. So, you clean the slate, you give people the freedom to determine what is good and what is bad, uh-huh. and to act accordingly.
2: <clears throat> right.
1: And that's why in the movie, the, the, the last scene was people removing the masks.
2: Uh-huh.
1: So, so it is a reassertion of uh, their individuality, their plurality, uh, mm. their citizenship to an extent.
2: Uh, well,
0: I suppose you can hmm. say that it's moral or immoral when you ask the question, is cleaning the slate necessary?
1: Yeah, it, it's premoral. If it's not, then
0: it's immoral.
1: Yeah. It's immoral. Uh, I'm reluctant to say that it's premoral because v, V's act of violence was an assertion of freedom. So it's uh-huh. thinly moral. It's just an assertion of freedom. And That's it. Yeah. <clears throat> what happens after that assertion? What happens? No, that's no right. longer his, his concern. So I mean, does, moral it, from clearly, a perspective. Does it yeah.
0: justify all forms of terrorism or what? No. Well, There's a question. Yeah.
1: Does it justify all forms of terrorism?
0: Or even certain?
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, it does not justify it never justifies all forms of terrorism. Yeah. It only justifies the destruction of state institutions.
2: Okay. Too
1: bad the state institutions. Require such acts of terrorism in, in order for it to be destroyed. In uh-huh. a uh, Anarchism to an extent follows a basic law of physics. You know, the the, uh-huh. the more crystallized an object is, the more it is prone to shattering.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Since the state is crystallized and monolithic, in uh-huh. order for it to disappear, it must shatter. And you can only uh-huh. do that by force. But right. uh, V was clearly. It's politically motivated violence, but it is not political violence. Politics oh. comes after the violence. When uh-huh. freedom is reasserted, that's when politics returns. Right. So I think that's another line that, uh, to an extent, is implicit in the graphic novel and in the movie. Right. Violence is not political.
0: It's anti political.
1: Yeah, it is. It is anti political, but uh, it is anti. Is it anti political? Mm. Well, it is not political des that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, so we could but, not, we could not say political
0: violence. I, I believe was, Aaron, yeah, hmm. said that it was anti-political since yeah. it stops the possibility for politics or yeah. discussion or interaction. Yeah, yeah. So. But
1: that's that's anti-political against an anti-political regime as well.
0: Uh-huh. So you need it? So okay. it's
1: so it's using anti-politics against anti-political. So negative regimes.
0: In, versus negative is positive. Wow. Matt.
1: Yeah, That's... yeah, but, but yeah, the, the regime was anti-political. It, it curbs okay. discussion. It it's, it doesn't want to... Confiscated and censored. Yeah, yeah. and censored. So V was the anti-political solution to anti-political regime. Okay. But he he was politically motivated. Right. He, his anti-politics, his use of terrorism and violence, mm. is meant right. to reassert politics. Is Uh this this, uh, something founded on freedom? Right. Uh, I think another thing that we can learn from both is that even in the darkest corners of inhumanity, you have humans. Mm. Mm -hmm. So, and humans are flawed. That's one thing that's for sure. Right. But uh, out of that flaw, humans are also creatures that can search for something noble. Uh-huh. So, you know, um, something beautiful. You know, mm-hmm. humans have an appreciation for beauty. Uh, if, but then again, the case is Adam Susan a human?
0: Uh it could, it could be a disordered <clears throat> human, but yeah, I think humanity is scared. That's why I think that's the point what Alan Moore tried to do, <clears throat> like the fascists aren't necessarily cartoon villains mm. they're actually people flawed people that's what he tried to portray mm. so that's the weird thing he likes to make gray literary characters mm. you know mm. it's not always clear-cut who's the good guy and the bad guy mm. There's some bad guys that feel vulnerability you know and there's some good guys that are cruel mm. so v is an idea like he he's in some some may see him as a hero others mm. can see him as just cruel mm. So. Yeah, so it's complicated. Yeah, uh, it's it's difficult to actually pr- prescribe anything out of the sense if you follow its explicit, ex- uh, uh, like prescriptions, then it it's we're out for a dangerous, <laughs> no. uh, yeah, like a dangerous uh, coming of events. Yeah, you know? like, mm. there'll be more terrorists around. I suppose that's what happened with that. Mm. But well, I think for me, what we can take away is. Um, it, I think especially with V and Sutler or Susan, whatever you mm. call them, they're uh, both anti-politics. Uh, um, uh, I mean, should be avoided, but mm. it is. Uh, I mean, I suppose they are consequence of each other, and can only ex- like extreme forms of, uh, te- uh, of terrorism and vigilantism, like V, mm. can only exist with an extreme form of fascism. So mm-hmm. I suppose it's just exaggerated and highlighted towards that dynamics. Mm. Can it be applied to everyday politics? I, I, I would probably say no, since no. Suttler's and uh, Susan's fascist regime does not necessarily exist, say, for instance, in North Korea, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't you know, know no, enough no, no. about North Korea to say that. Uh, but,
1: I, I, think, yeah. you know, I think the graphic novel of the movie had aged <clears throat> because authoritarian yeah. states right now are not as the same. Yeah. it's not the same yeah. and if it's not the same the likes of V and his mechanisms mm. may be rendered obsolete because uh-huh. authoritarian states are a bit more sophisticated
0: now right then again things so, can, is, is the there book anything book. It can be learn anything about it's like a, it's, it's like a period piece then <laughs> it up. Uh, yeah. You know, up as, as far as I'm concerned it, it may be it, it, Yeah. Uh, the graphic novel itself is a
1: period piece it's during the Cold War if I'm not mistaken uh-huh
0: um it has a lot of blood too so yeah
1: you know what I mean? Can we still so, learn anything from it yeah. or is, has it aged badly i don't think it has aged badly uh the rise of right-wing authoritarian states right now um who knows maybe we may meet another susan soon mm. but
0: uh We
2: already Mm. have. I don't
0: know.
1: (laughs) No, no, no. We don't have a Susan in the Philippines uh, as far as I'm concerned. We you. Susan came for God rest her soul. No. uh...
2: This is also... (laughs) People may want...
1: People may like Marcos to be Hitler, but too bad he's not.
0: Uh Uh-huh. So... He could be Susan.
1: The the young one? No, I don't think so. That's the thing. He's not yet authoritarian state. He's surrounded by autocratic entities. He's
0: more like the Mandarin.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <Iron> <laughs> Mandarin.
0: <laughs> puta,
1: <hilarious>. uh, <laughs> But who knows?
0: <laughs> who knows? But
1: there's uh, a suppose, rise of hmm. autocratic entities, so yeah. it's a warning. Hmm. I think
0: I, 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 well, I suppose the value of rising up against such thing as um, as a repressive regime hmm. is lo- to be lauded and a reminder that beauty can be found wherever you well wherever you can find it then mm. i suppose we should strive from there for the for the movie i, I think the beauty there is uh, well in the art and the possibility for freedom in the graphic novel mm. i suppose it's just characters trying uh, tr- i suppose there it's much clearer that the characters are trying to survive mm. and you can't really say oh this is bad and this is good it's just placed in a bad situation but, mm. perhaps, it's a warning for such societies to exist. you know, like we have to be careful, you know, but that, 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 that's the thing. like the, for the graphic novel, it's much it's a much more closed system where the cast of characters affect the the society at large, but really, the society at large is not, has less to do with the mm. characters. Like we the, like the the, the populist doesn't mm. really, like has barely any agency. Mm. So that's another thing. It shows a political system. That is like in, behind closed doors. That's you know about officials and people infiltrating the lives of the officials. You have to kill them, blackmail them, etc., mm. manipulate them. So that's the weird thing. In such a society, there is no politics. Yeah, it forces people to go through to blackmail and murder and manipulation mm. to make change. Mm. So I suppose that's a tragedy of it, you know? And even in there in in it's it's the graphic novel is far more bleak. That oh. In order for you to change, you have to turn to a V to oh. lose your humanity. So, yeah, so
1: yeah, if we, if a system would like a... to keep its yeah. stability, then it must prevent yeah. the rise of such,
2: entities. Yeah.
1: I mean, you know, so you know.
0: if anything, it, there's a greater well, <clears throat> maybe it's designed that way by the Wachowskis since they're mm. very politically progressive. And mm. of course, for the Hollywood audience, they said that oh, you should rise up, put on a mask. You know, and in some sense, to 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 an extent, you know, it has inspired well people to fight for change. You know, but mm. at the same time, you can it, it. There's also the danger of being anti-political. In some sense, <laughs> even there we say Black Lives Matter. Mm. It has uh, since been well. They've tried to abolish the nuclear family. I don't know why. But that's uh, one of the things that they're trying to hmm. abolish. Anyway, that's it's partly anti political. Yeah, uh,
1: it's, it's, is it anti political? Yeah, that's a different topic regarding yeah. family and politics. We may discuss it. So, well, Viva
0: Vendetta is definitely a warning against excesses, the excesses of fascism yeah. and the excesses of anarchy. You know, so. Hey. But it is <laughs> like it, it's. <laughs> I don't know. Would you call <laughs> both stories like a tragedy? Since it is it a ends, tragedy. It yeah, is a tragedy. It's, a catharsis so, it's a tragedy so yeah
1: it, it is a tragedy so yeah and again um and again uh, liberals should not feel radical simply by wearing a mask uh okay. make them rad- and i think the movie was made to make liberals feel as if they can be radical when in fact they're not Oh uh, wow no, uh, the main you know this is something that has been highlighted in uh, the graphic novel but not in the movie which is all right if you want to actually attack state institutions, you must pick them off, all uh-huh. of all of the parts. And if you could not pick off all of the parts, you must make the other parts fight each other. Because that is angle V perpetuate, uh, perpetrated a coup
2: uh-huh. inside the party hmm.
1: by freaking out the the leader and making yeah. the leader appear as if he's no longer in charge.
0: Uh-huh. So... in in a way, in both, yeah.
1: Yeah, even in assume, yung role the yung ni in the movie he was uh he was thoroughly pissed off. So, yeah. in in some graphic novel naman talagang, yeah. And yeah, and, and, and I think that's that's also one lesson that we can get from uh yeah. the graphic novel. Uh authoritarian states, they're never monolithic. Right. Relatively monolithic, yes. Comparatively monolithic, yes, but they yeah. are never one single body you know there would
0: always be fragments so so yeah i think if the graphic novel was far more bleak in that once the public is dead it takes a very private individual tactically or maybe Mm. an idea to destroy Mm. it in fact yeah product of the regime to destroy it but again whatever little hope that at least natalie portman and the rest of the cast you know believe that the public can make a difference, you know, just by just by standing there, you know, it's like there's mm. there's no guarantee that change anything. Of course, yeah. the the villains are dead, you know, the officials are dead, <laughs> but did it, does it change anything? Well, it's all a wager, and I suppose that's perhaps that's one thing we take away from both. A lot of political change is a wager. Mm-hmm. I suppose, in a way, for one thing, fascism is against wagers, against risk, against mm. disorder, mm. but it's out of wagers that new things can emerge. And that's the way, and maybe, well, you know, politics is arguably dead in both, but Mm. in some sense, it is survived again. Uh, At the end with a possibility. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's the line between reform and revolution. Woo. Yeah. V is uh, is a revolution. (laughs) V is a revolutionary because he can make that wager. While reformists, uh, reformists, they would like to plan the future hmm
0: So they
1: want to plan a future, but for anarchists and for actual revolutionaries, yeah. it's destroying while wagering that people
0: will we'll cross the bridge to, when we get there. Yeah. People
1: <laughs> will know how to cross the bridge when they get there. Yeah. And uh, and that that is the you know, that is what makes revolution unattractive. Mm. Yet that is actually what history looks like. You know, mm-hmm. revolutions, may, may they be political, economic, scientific, they're fucking wagers. It's a gamble. Yeah, I think Tagalog,
2: It's something sugar. that...
1: Sugal. but uh, in a more... In most it's in less... In less gambly...
2: <laughs> in a less it, gambly I mean, sense. It's a ga- it is a it's, gamble.
1: It's uncertainty. Right. Revolutions are built on building, creating, inviting uncertainty. I say right. that's, that's the only time that you can create something that is actually new. Uh-huh. So that's the line between revolutions and reform. So, so for,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, for Alan Moore, he went to Arid. So, freedom is about making things, new things possible. Mm. Well, anyway. So, we try to make a hopeful thing, but really, it's a bleak material. But I think I, it's worth studying again things that perhaps we didn't notice. Mm. There's, it's a very rich material yeah, both yeah, the movie yeah. and the graphic novel. But hopefully, yeah. m- well, most of our listeners, y- you, are listeners, can try to review both. If it's your first time, hopefully you're interested in reading or watching, watching them. So, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Any yeah. last, <laughs> yeah. Any last words? Uh, don't wear a mask. <laughs> 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 not,
1: not the, v, not, the not, not the, not the face mask, but the V yeah.
2: mask.
0: Yeah. I, well, say it for, costume parties but nothing else <laughs> yeah, harmless costume parties
1: i like his hat <laughs> in the graphic novel better than
0: in the uh, yeah it's, it's more like uh how you say Fantastic. oh my god i just yeah i remember i i do have a picture on facebook literally wearing his mask <laughs> <laughs> <with> <laughs> these masks. anyway uh Okay, anyway. <laughs> so yeah, that is our discussion for V for Vendetta, both the movie and the graphic novels. Which, and yeah, but for now, let's move on to our final segment, which is our recommendations. And as we have a new mm. media partner that is quite interesting and to an extent related to the topic and very politically relevant. So this is, again, from C-Lab, uh, again, a, from uh, the College of St. Peniel, uh, presents, of course, Pamilia. So, sa mundong ubod ng disinformation, sino bang ang pwede nating pagkatiwalaan? So, Benil Theater Arts and Sining Cham invites you to the home of Pamilya, their newest theatrical production written by Car- uh, Carlos Palanca Awardee, Dr. Layeta Bukoy. So, it is a fu- Pamilya is a full-length play about a Filipino family of seven telling the story with a series of tableaus and through the use of different social media applications circling around each member of the family, each of their own opinions and issues with the theme of disinformation. With the head of the family, Tatai, a troll for the mayor as his primary source of income, the rest of the family figures out how to deal with the situation, each with their own actions and motivations, leaving consequences along the way. Familia portrays the perspective of the different members of the family encompassing issues with politics, mass media, and the rest of the communities that are they are connected with. You may catch the film, you know, live in College St. Benield or online. Uh, their play dates are on November 9, 16, and 23 uh, at the Black Box Theater. And they're also available for online streaming through Ticket to Me, uh, which are linked in the show notes uh from november twenty third to november thirty so you may catch them live or on streaming so grab your tickets now um to ticket to
2: so yes
0: clearly this is a very interesting thing mm. and we recommend you to check this material out by students from the college of Saint Vinilde. Uh so yeah Borge yeah. any recommendations
1: mm. uh, well I would recommend our Listeners to watch the 1984 production mm-hmm. of
2: 1984, star-
1: right. starring John Hurt. <laughs> so, 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 oh, we, same actor,
0: yes, Adam.
1: Same Settler. As Adam Settler. So uh, again, I think I said this uh, before our recording. Uh, it is you can appreciate V for Vendetta the movie and as well as the right. the graphic novel better by juxtaposing it with the 1984 uh, mm-hmm. because Alan Moore actually dissects the authoritarian regime which mm-hmm. uh, you know uh with the with the with the move in the graphic novel of 1984 uh, the novel of 1984 mm-hmm. uh so 1984 because the totalitarian regime was basically a black box so mm-hmm. uh, if you want a more nuanced understanding of authoritarian states and the lives of people beneath it yeah it's better to just oppose For Veneto with uh, 1984 right. by george orwell Mm-hmm. 1984, eh? I think we can discuss this in the future.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I think in the movie they tried to make Sutler into the big brother, mm-hmm. which does injustice to Adam Susan in the graphic novel. Because okay. must, must no one's yung, as we have discussed, must no one's yung portrayal okay, Adam Susan. Right. Uh, but they, uh, by making Adam Sutler into a sort of big brother-ish entity, uh, that's basically what. Uh, 1984 is the big brother. Big brother is someone you we are not even sure if he's alive.
2: Uh-huh.
1: In 1984, he's just
0: there.
1: So yeah. just Yine- his image, not the yeah. human
0: body. You know, yeah, just- he,
1: he he. We don't know if he's alive. We don't know if he's an actual leader or whatnot. So Yine- mm. uh, which is again uh, has its own merits. It's reflective right. of totalitarian total states during the Cold War, in mm-hmm. Soviet Union, China to an extent. Yeah, uh, but yeah, 1984, I advise that the people watch and read it uh, alongside Before Vendetta.
2: Uh-huh. Uh,
1: what else? Uh... Hmm.
0: May I may I recommend? Yeah, go thinking? go go.
1: <laughs> while I'm thinking, yeah
0: yeah go you, ahead. You know, believe it or not. Well, besides of course the both the graphic novel and the show, like the movie, check those out. Before sure, Vendetta, I do. Uh, believe it or not, I'm recommending something from Primetime GA. Which is Mm. Maria Clara at Ibarra. Um, Mm. And I think, you know, people, you know, normally GBA is not known for the writing of their dramas, but this is actually quite very thoughtful. So basically, it's about this student, I think, played by, uh, let's see, well, Barbie Forteza. And apparently, it's a very thoughtful script. Like the first episode features like her like as a nursing student, failing her result subject. Eh, alam mo yung Rizal hmm. general ed subject ta'y. So, so ano ni Rizal sa buhay ko na sa nurse ko? Sorry, sa health, mak- ba sa akin? And like, because eh, ano di ko alam si, si Rizal, eh, You know, I- I'm going to fail, di na graduate, and that's a very heartfelt you know, voice to, mm. you know, people and students today. It's like, do you really need to learn this art? And eventually, she's transported into the world of Noli Mitangere and Esfili with very nuanced portrayals. You know, and they she meets Ivara, she meets Sisa, who, by the way, uh, I've heard great reviews on how they finally portrayed Sisa uh, very multidimensionally. And very, yeah. Mm. So very, well, it's lighthearted and comedic, it's also very dramatic. It treats history you know, very immersively. And it's quite interesting considering that history is being, how you say, uh, well attacked, but at least perhaps this discussion of history and at least literature and the works of Rizal might inspire new discussions and thoughts uh, and analyses and reflections on our mm-hmm. nation. Okay. So check that out. Uh, how is this related
1: that. again to V for Vendetta?
0: <laughs> it, 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 well, I it's well, probably it's not. No, but it, it's like, it's, I suppose it's about, well, V for Vendetta is like, in, similar to 1984, it's mystifying history. This one is more like demystifying it and modernizing it. At least it's trying to Get in touch with history, so it's more of the antithesis of *Viva Vendetta*. So yeah, I don't know. Okay, I, a, I just, I just, I, 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 just want to recommend it. <laughs> that's a tad left anyway.
1: field. Anyway, let's let it pass. But I think most of our listeners right. are listening to it anyway. But, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think that's that's it for now. We have already recommended works on Hannah Arendt. You can read those. We can oh, yeah link up our episode on Hannah Arendt here. Uh, we have we have yet to discuss anything about authoritarian states, which we we should eventually. For or uh, anarchy you know anarchy yeah. Yeah, as well so but uh, but yeah i think we can do that we're recommending we that to an ourselves anarchist. yeah we need to i'm already an anarchist we, we need you? to have a, um, to have a an
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: We need to have a an episode of authoritarian states so mm-hmm. yeah, I think we can link up some of our earlier episodes here just to brush up on authoritarian states. But other than that, yeah, I think the movie 1984 produced in
0: 1984 can have mm-hmm. a Or wait, out. no, there's an episode on Black Mirror. I forgot the actual mm-hmm. title. I think it's episode two of the first season. So it's literally about merits, trying to control people with merits. Mm-hmm. To, to, to be like merits, I think it's the the title. Anyway, I'll check, I'll correct it in the thing. That's another good study on. Totalitarian regimes, con- where every aspect of your life is controlled. Mm. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah anyway, so so yeah. Thank you, Borg, for that uh, discussion. Mm. So remember the fifth of November. Um. So if you have any other. Thoughts, comments, opinions, questions, you may email us at PIPODCASTPH at gmail.com. You, we can listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, and YouTube, and a lot of places where you can get your podcast. But until the next episode.